Sport to Song Boxing Podcast. Seconds out. Hello and welcome to round 21 of Sport D-Song Boxing. Myself, Alex LeBox and Rob Boxing Shrew. How are you this week, Rob, on round not 21 bad, of Sport D-Song? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you keeping? Yeah, good stuff. Not bad at all. And we're very excited this week, Sport D-Song listeners, as we do have a very special guest on the show in current English champion middleweight, Tyler Denny, it was a great chat to Tyler, wasn't it, uh, Rob? And it's really interesting insight into last year and his upcoming fight with Brad Pauls. Really good. Um, and obviously, it's good timing. This, you know, it's fight week now, so it's good to put that out. Obviously, we only spoke to him a couple of days ago. And, um, yeah, just really good, good, insightful stuff, like you said. Um, and just to go back over the uh, the River Wilson Ben Epic from last year and, and obviously, yeah. you know, um, upsetting the odds against Bradley Ray. So, yeah, good listen. Keep, keep an eye on it. Exactly. And that's on in the show, Sport to Song listeners. And as Rob just said, there is a really good listen. So enjoy that. Um, and Rob, where and we you'll find out if um, he's if he's got Adam Azim's uh, backflip in his locker or not. Indeed. Indeed. It was a good, fun chat with Tyler Denny. And we start first on round 21 of Sport the Song. Well, I think in the build up to the last last pod, we were talking about we were putting predictions in for Baturbi Evan Yard and um we were we we were pretty there or thereabouts, weren't we? Yeah, and, and and I think it's a good place to start to get out of the way. I mean, there's a lot of people saying it was fight of the year already. I mean, how, you, you was there, Rob. What was the atmosphere like? Oh, the atmosphere was insane. It's so good. Like I I've never been to a fight at Wembley Arena before. And yeah. um yeah, like it, it was just so, so good. I mean, obviously, the fight was quality, which we'll get into. Um, yep. And it toed and froed. And um, obviously, it being in London as well, he's, he's, he's from London. It it just had all the ingredients with Baturbiev coming over, pound for pound. He's, he's right up there. And um, it, it was brilliant. It was probably one of the best fights I've seen live. Yeah. And, and for me as well, um, looking at that fight, Rob, it, isn't it just great? Are happening because we looked at that last year we 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 spoke to yard in telford and you know it was it wasn't certain that he would yes but we you know as boxing fans we all wanted it and it delivered um you know queensbury got the fight on and you said well it didn't disappoint it was it was a fight that was just constantly on the knife edge wasn't it throughout i mean being there ringside must have just been fantastic but oh, um, yeah yeah brilliant Absolutely. And and, and uh, like you said, it lived up to the mantle. I mean, I would argue that it that is very enjoyable whilst it's live and happening because it wasn't a knife edge. There was lots of big shots coming in. And as we know, in that division, you know, like the heavyweight division, it does take just one shot, doesn't it, to change, change the tide. But um, yeah, how did you think the fight went, Rob? Um, like I said, it toed and froed. Um, looking back, was Baturbi ever really ever hurt? 
Probably not. I mean, he got he got knocked off balance a couple of times, didn't he? Um, and yards huffed and puffed, and he got a second win. I mean, that that round five, there'll be there won't be many rounds this year that are as good as that. Like to yes. to see what a fifty fifty round that was. Um, yeah. But I just think the class of Baturbiev, it was just there, wasn't it? And you know, just little subtleties, little little side steps. I mean, the amount of times that. That Yard had um, Baturbiev in the corner, and you think he's got him. He's got him trapped there, and just a little su- subtle, um, you know, sidestep, and he'd swung him round, and suddenly he had Yard in that same corner. It, it was just, it was beautiful boxing from Baturbiev. He kept a cool head in a, in a very hostile atmosphere as well. Agree with you, Rob. And also, I, I, I lean towards the fact that Baturbiev, you know, he did have a lot of skill on display throughout the fight. His team, and I know this is in hindsight, that they were actually saying that, you know, they were biding their time. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were, they, they even mentioned that they were happy for Yard to take rounds. They were confident that Baturbiev was going to take Yard out later on in the fight. And if you, and like you said, you just mentioned it, Rob, you know, was Baturbiev, number one, was he ever hurt? And was he ever in trouble with Yard? Because he, he did sort of, navigate yard quite well in that ring didn't he like like you said he was caught you know in the corner a couple of times and he just swung him round yeah you know turned him and just uh, you know let off so Jab i think when was we amazing, look back by the way yeah and and i think when we look back on that much as it was a great fight live you know i, th- I think it's clear to say see that Baturbiev did, did have control of it and his team were quite happy in the wash weren't they Yard, I would definitely say Yard is still world level though. Um, I just think that Baturbiev's an elite. Oh, I know we say this a lot, but like he's just an elite fighter. Um, a bit like, well, I mean, we'll get on to the Bivol fight, but um, yeah, I just think it's just so good to see these fights come over here. You know, now and again, you get it, don't you? You know, Spence has been, Crawford's been, Lomachenko, Usyk, Baturbiev now. It's just fantastic to see these guys come over here and take on the British fighters as well. Absolutely agree with you, and I can't argue with that. And yes, you are right in saying Yard has shown that he is placed with fighters like uh, Baturbiev because you know it was a very competitive fight, and Yard can go away and hold his head up very, very high. I know he seems seems to be very happy with his performance, and so he should be, Rob. But um, the do, question do you think is: Yard will win a, a world title. Um, I've spoken about it this week, and I think for Yard. Um, I heard someone mention that he's just, he's in this particular at the wrong time, isn't he? With people yeah. like Baturbiev and Bivol sort of circ- circling in there, even Callum Smith. It's just, it's an extremely competitive division, which is great for boxing fans like ourselves. But it's just whether or not Yard can titles. I think that is one of the big question marks. And the question I've got oh, yeah. for you, Rob, is wh- where does Yard go from here um well some massive fights for him domestically and you know in america um i mean you mentioned one name there callum smith i'd, I'd watch that albeit callum smith is now mandatory for baturbiev so he's going to want to keep his nose clean um yeah Buatzi, i mean how many times i think that was on um when we did the end of year review um i said yeah. that Buatzi and yard would love to see that um Boatsy was uh, working for BT. He was very complimentary of Yard. Actually, there was no no beef there. Two London yep. lads. Um, 
it, it would be great. Um, just just quickly going back to the the world champion thing, I think there has to be something said said for how fucking hard it's been for him. I mean, he's had to go to Russia to fight Kovalev, and he's had yep. to have Baturbiev come over here. I mean, there's there's been way less talented fighters than Yard get an easier crack at a world title than that. No, I absolutely agree with you. And like every week, he is a competitor. He's in there to face the best. He certainly is. So you have to give him sheer adulation, don't you, for for being in that ring and fighting someone of the ilk of Baturbiev. Um And like you, you said, on there yard, are some... you... yeah, and I was just saying, like, look, look, there are some fantastic domestic fights still to be had with Boatsy, Callum Smith, you know, and potentially down the line, even Dimitri Bivol. But it's... Uh, Division the light heavyweights, isn't it? And it is slowly all coming to the fore, isn't it? Do, do you think Yard um, beats Smith or Buatzi? I think it's. I, I, I think they are fifty-fifty fights. If I'm being honest, I think both Buatzi and Callum Smith are of the same caliber of Yard. Um, I think again. I think Rob will probably have the same discussion as what we've had before the Baturbiev fight whether or not Yard has got the engine to last, you know, past those sort of eighth to 10 rounds, isn't it? And I think that's going to yeah. be the same question. That's Boatsy and Callum Smith. I think, you know, already people, if they're looking at those fights, would suggest that it's all about what Yard, you know, doing the early rounds, isn't it? If he can get yeah. people out of there. And it, that seems to be how he's going to have to do things. I agree. I agree. Obviously, Baturbiev now moves on to hopefully the undisputed fight with Bivol. I mean, if you'd asked me a couple of months ago, I'd have had Bivol all day, but it, in my mind, it's a lot closer now. I absolutely agree with you. And, uh, you know, talking of uh, Bivol, we saw him fight against Canelo, who was by far the small man. Someone like Arthur Art uh, Baturbiev is as we've seen, is, you know, is, is an absolute monster in that ring. So maybe that <laughs> yeah. may have a little bit of a bit more of an edge to it. Maybe he can sort of force Bivol into, into those sort of harder situations in the ring. That remains yeah. to be seen. But as you said, it would be a fantastic matchup, wouldn't it? Uh, do you know what? Um, and again, this is a, obviously I won't bring politics into it, but if what, you know, the Russia, whole Russia thing, if, if that wasn't all going on at the minute, imagine them two fighting in Moscow, you know, for, for oh, Undisputed. It would be incredible. It would be incredible, Rob. Now, listen, Sport to Song listeners, as you are aware, we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we are talking with Tyler Denny later on in the podcast. He's the English middleweight champion. It's going to be a fantastic catch-up. It certainly uh, was some good fun. And talk of backflips in there, Rob. Uh, <laughs> we was asking Tyler Denny if he could perform the same backflip as Adam Azim. So you've got that to listen to and coming up. There was a fight in Madison Square Gardens on the weekend, Rob. It was a big card, wasn't it? Uh, certainly for women's boxing uh, with Amanda Serrano fighting. Did you see it and what did you think? I did. Um, I I struggled. I struggled to stay up for it, but I, I managed it. Um, I mean, Serrano, you pushed on through. I mean, pardon? You pushed on. Yeah, yeah, and you feel yeah. you feel it the next day, don't you? The jet lag, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, the Serrano fight turned into a fight that I didn't realise I wanted to watch because yeah, I just thought it was going to be so routine. Um, but fucking hell, Cruz. I mean, she can fight, can't she? And she's really tough. Um, I've never seen a women's fight that bloody as well. Um, yeah. The Zone put out a brilliant picture afterwards of a, a bird's eye view of a ring before and after that fight. And it was oh, just really? plastered in, in red. 
Yeah, and and just touching on that, you know, we've seen um, Amanda Serrano in similar situations, especially when she fought Katie Taylor. You know, it, it, she's just she ends up in those sort of situations where it's ho isn't it against her opponent and it's whoever she did it against katie taylor cruz like you said erica cruz came into that fight wanting to sort of show that she could perform at that level and um it made for a fantastic spectacle and like you said you know it was it was a real uh gutsy performance in there from sarah in the end brilliant it's brilliant i mean um she's for all sorts of styles though so you know it, i i i absolutely fancied her to go and become undisputed at the weekend and, and fair play to her but uh, yeah Cruz I mean um, just that pit bull kind of style on it um, just yeah, kept coming yeah. forward um, a little erratic a head down swinging a little bit but it made for a brilliant fight like I said it, it was a fight I didn't realise I needed absolutely agree with you Rob and we are going to come on once we finish talking about um, a couple of other fights we are going to come on or perhaps as it already been made uh amanda serrano katie taylor too but there was another fight wasn't there rob uh alicia against elhem mccaled well the, done um in the, thank you very much in the super uh <laughs> featherweight division alicia bumgardner did what alicia, she looked very impressive didn't she yeah um i was surprised how long it went though just because yeah. of the earlier knockdowns um and i thought that I, I, I'm, I'm being really critical here. She was very good, and, and that power was back that we haven't seen over the last couple of fights. Um, but um, I felt she gassed towards the end. Um, I don't know whether she took um, her opponent for granted a little bit. I, I don't know um, because it was so comfortable for her. Um, yeah, but she should have took her out of there. I mean, it was it was pretty heavy, wasn't it, when she knocked her down? Um, yeah, it was, yeah. I don't know, like I said, I'm just being hypercritical. She's undisputed, for fuck's sake. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't know. I, I don't think she went into there with the same attitude as she did for the Mayor fight. No, I, yeah. And, 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 and I do agree with you. I, I think it was a case of... She was fairly... She was very confident that she was going to get this particular victory. Whereas the Michaela Mayer fight, there was there seemed to be a lot more mental involved because yeah. yeah, it was personal and it, you know she she knew what Michaela Mayer brought brought to the ring and it would be great to see that rematch. Do you think she Michaela uh, Mayer deserves it as well, Rob? A hundred percent because I thought she would. Yeah. Um, I went into that probably wanting Alicia to um, to win because she was one of my favourites, but. You got to be honest at the end of it, and I, I don't feel feel like she won that fight at all. Um, funny, Bangarna's a funny one because all through this she keeps saying, "Oh no, she doesn't deserve a rematch. She doesn't deserve a rematch." And afterwards, she was pretty much calling her out. So it's the, the female Tyson Fury, the contradictions. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And it was, um, and, and, and like you said, you know, it was a close fight between the two. I had Bangarna winning it, um, and it, it was one of those fight? fights. Yeah, and it, it was it was one of those fights of it's what you liked, and 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 I did think Baumgartner did enough yeah. in that fight. But that. It, 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 yeah, it it does definitely deserve a rematch. There. Yeah, I, I think so. It'd probably be in America as well. But I just um I just think that you can always tell from an arena as well. And and I think that when when um they gave it to Alicia, like the the crowd you could they just booed it immediately like i don't know you just get a, a feeling sometimes don't you but when, when i watched it back it didn't feel like the robbery that i thought it was in live so with yeah. hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it 
Yeah, absolutely, Rob. Absolutely agree. Any other fights we saw on those bills that took your fancy? We know Sky uh, Nicholson fought on the weekend. Ramla Ali as well. They're two boxers we've looked at in the past. But yeah. anything that caught your eye? Um, not not particular. I'll be honest, mate. I didn't. Um, I pretty much set my alarm for the main two fights <laughs> um, and, and still struggle. But I, I've sent it back. And um, yeah, I mean, Sky Nicholson, great boxer, zero power. Um, I just think I think she will she will win a world title. Um, yeah, not the I just don't think she's the most exciting fighter to watch. And I think that sometimes when you're technically gifted but don't carry power, I think that's um, it's a poison chalice, isn't it? Yeah, I, I yeah I do agree with you. It's um it's 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 a... well, obviously we we do see women boxers come through with that power and that knockout ability, but it is quite rare, isn't it? It, it is, is quite rare. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the knockouts are uh, with the two-minute rounds as well. Um, do you think that I'll ever change? Um, I don't know. It's we, we spoke, and yeah. I, I think we came to the conclusion that it's. I can't remember what we came to, but it was a case of you know it works quite well how it is. I know out for the you know the twelve rounds and the three-minute rounds, but I mean, it, it's a debate that will rage on, isn't it? It doesn't seem yeah. to be changing anytime soon either, does it? No, I'm I'm happy enough as it is, but um, I just, it's just um, it's just something that rears its head now and again, isn't it? And it's always always interesting to chat. I agree with you. I do agree with you, Rob. Now, is there any, anywhere else we need to go, Rob, before we move on? No, no, crack on, mate. Okay, so uh, uh, we are, as you are aware, talking to Tyler Denny coming up at the end of the podcast at the end of this chat. Uh, there is a big card coming up, Rob, isn't there? For Tyler Denny, actually, the boxer card which is mm -hmm. Wembley Arena on February the 11th. Is there any fights on there that sort of take your fancy? Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll get into to Danny in a minute, seeing as we've, we've got him on, but um, I think <laughs> half the, the half the country's uh, boxing fans are excited any time Adam Azim gets in the ring for however long it lasts, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Adam Azim is topping that, that bill against Santos. Yes, and Santos Reyes, Reyes is an unbeaten prospect to what degree that is um I know. i'm not quite sure i think he's i think he's 12 and over you know with adam azim as we know you know he's he is only i think he's 20 years old isn't he or yeah yeah certainly around that it's judging how far to push him at this age isn't it i know it is it is a tough one i mean he just knocks over everyone everyone who's supposed to be a step up so at, at some point, he's going to have to go in with someone um, who is going to give him rounds. And, and they, they will. Um, I don't think this guy this week, having had a look at his opponents and the records of his opponents, I don't think this guy's going to last more than two rounds this weekend either, to be honest. But um, yeah, it, we, we do forget and we do get carried away with these prospects for how young they are sometimes as well. Um, you know, I, I know we've got Moses Atoma, who's just, gone pro with Queensbury and they're already touting yep. him as the he's going to be the youngest heavyweight world champion I think that's unnecessary pressure I, I, I yeah. think but just feed him the journeyman for a little while slowly ramp it up to southern English and then British do it properly because they're not an Olympian who's come out at 28 29 and needs a rush you know no I, I agree and and you know I, times um with, with the boxing world we, we do have that sort of urgency to get these young fighters into these big fights straight away and you know we have seen in the past that that can you know backfire can't it if you rush mm. someone too quick and given those those opponents too fast but um and 
someone who is he's just fantastic to watch he's very exciting and any boxing card he's on you know it, it turns people and gets uh certainly gets the attention running now we did mention the tyler denny versus brad paul's fight this is my type of fight isn't it Rob? you know what i'm like when it comes to these types of domestic dust-ups and it's it's for the english uh middleweight title and it's it's a real prospect of a fight isn't it i i just i think this this fight would have been amazing in in like a york hall arena do, do you know what i mean yeah. that um i just feel like this this fight is going to be I think there will be fireworks. You know, I think that they're both. Obviously, we know less about Brad Paul's just because he's not had the, the TV um, exposure that that Tyler has. But they, yeah. they have some exciting fights between them, and um, I, I like this saying a lot. But I don't think this one can be boring. I really don't. No, I absolutely agree with you. And and like you said, with Brad Paul's, he's undefeated in sixteen fights. Yeah. He's got. Uh, KO ratio as well and it's going to be yeah. I mean we, we've spoken to Tyler Denny you know he's not overlooking this fight by any sh it really is it's going to be a barnstormer and uh, let's face it Tyler Denny hasn't been in uh, many quiet or sort of you know <laughs> any fights that haven't got a load of action you know so I, I think from from previous fights we're, yeah we're in for an absolute treat with Tyler Denny aren't we? Definitely, definitely. It's, it's a good and it's and and around that you know around the English title fight, it's a good prospect card as well. Obviously, you've got Caroline Dubois on there as well, who um, yeah carry, carries a lot of power for for such a, a young female boxer, you know. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, it's um, it should be good enough. And Wembley Arena is getting busy at the minute, isn't it? It is. It seems like a very popular venue. Another fight on the card, Rob Zach Chelly versus Anthony Sims Jr. Tell us a little bit about Zach Chelly. I mean, what, what's what's going on here with him? Yeah, I mean, obviously Zach's been floating around sort of British, certainly English level for a while now. Um, I like this fight. Um, Anthony Sims Jr. was on a lot of people's lips for a while when um, when Eddie Hearn first went over to um, America a few years ago. He was one of his main sort of American prospects, if you like, that he'd yeah. um, signed up. Um, lovely lads. Like um, some of the, if you can get on YouTube and check out some of his um, interviews, very sort of like um, conscious lad on mental health and stuff like that. So he, he got, you know, real deep conversations. Um, and he's a good fighter as well. Um, it didn't tend, seem to end well with with Eddie and his own, but um, it's good to see him sort of on British shores because he was a bit of a bit of a forgotten man. So, um yeah. If he's still got the talent that, you know, and the hunger that he had two or three years ago, I think I think Zach Chelly might struggle, you know. Oh, really? So it sounds like a, a bit of a, uh, you know, it's going to be a very competitive fight then. It's a crossroads fight. It's good stuff. Definitely, well, it looks like boxer, yeah. bo boxer are starting to up the ante because as we know last year, and this is not negative towards them, that sort of, you know, when you watch them, it was a case of, you know, they they had fighters in there who were just ready to be bowled over. So it's quite. Was nice it, is this see. boxer? Sorry. Yeah, boxer. Yeah. Well, they started the year so well, didn't they? Um, and I think they, 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 they shot their shot very early in terms of. Um, they went early with Eubank and Williams. They had Khan and Brook. They had um, Taylor Catterall, all within yeah. like the first quarter of the year. So after that. I mean, their biggest fight then was probably Marshall and Shields, which was what October. So yeah, yeah, it was. It was but it was a, a big learning year for them. It was their first full year with Sky, and um, I think they've done doing a good job. 
No, they are doing a good job. There was just I know there was a little bit of criticism over a few of their cars, but like you say, you know, there was big fights. Um, I agree with of you. The Some year. of it was poor. Yeah. Now, listen, Rob, where are we going next? Before we get on to Tyler Denny, there's a few uh, fights that have been announced. First and foremost, I mean, should we start with Anthony Joshua yeah. um, against Franklin? I mean, where do we... You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. <laughs> I think, yeah. um, you know, this is the first time he's been back at uh, the O2 for a, a good while. Um it's an okay fight. I mean, you know, Dillian White beat him. There's, there's arguments that Franklin beat Dillian White. Um, a lot of if AJ had gone in with a big name, I think he'd have been criticised for not having a a run of a mill fight. When he has a run of the yeah. mill fight, he gets criticised for not taking on a big name. So, um, look, I mean, we've had this conversation before. Certain fighters can fight fighters like Tom Schwartz and get a free ride on box office. AJ, for some reason, doesn't get that privilege. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. He just needs to get out, and get a win under his belt, and then he's and he's underway again, isn't he? Um... Well, well, Rob, I, I quite like this fight, and I think I think Franklin is a decent fight for him to come back with. It's like by any, any stretch of the imagination. We watched Franklin very much more than hold his own against Dillian White. So for, for me personally. It's a good fight for Joshua. I think it's better than the um, than the White fight. I don't think we really need to see the Dillian White fight again. Um, but we will. I think this Frank I, I probably will. But I, I just <laughs> think this I, I think this Franklin fight offers a different angle for. Joshua. I don't think it's a dead cert that he'll win. I, I think that we've seen Franklin, who's extremely durable in that ring. Um, I think it's Joshua brings on the night and. If we see, you know, a rejuvenated Joshua, because that's what we need to see, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I, I think he, he wins bloody easily. I mean, I've just had a look at the odds while you were while you were speaking there. Joshua's yeah. twelve to one on. Um, oh, wow. You know, I'm, bookies rarely get it wrong, but um, yeah, I, the one who's having it off here is Jermaine Franklin. To be to be perfectly honest, I mean, he's had the the Dazone and Dillian White money. Lost yep. the fight, and then he's got the AJ fight. I mean, he, he's set for life, <laughs> um, mm. and he's kind of picked up the vulnerable scraps, if that makes sense. You know, Dillian had lost to Tyson Fury, Franklin gets the shot at White. You know, AJ's considered vulnerable now, he's lost back to back to Usyk, and Franklin gets that fight as well. So, yeah, you, you never know, and it is a heavyweight, it's an old cliche, but um. Yeah, AJ all day, all day. Yeah, I mean, of course we've got to side with AJ, but, you know, we, we, we've seen there's some stats rolling around on boxing Twitter, but, we, you know, we've seen AJ, we've seen him very vulnerable over the last five years. You know, we saw, we watched him lose to uh, Ruiz, and then we've seen him lose those two fights um, up against, um, yeah, yeah, yeah we've certainly seen the vulnerable side of, of of Joshua it's a case of you know what has what have, what have those fights taken from him you know men you know he's he comes across as someone who's quite a sensitive soul you know what 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 has this these these losses sort of done to his, his confidence or or what he can actually produce in the ring because you know the reason why i like this franklin fight is cuz i think there could potentially be an upset on the cards yeah i mean he overturned the Ruiz fight, so and and there was clearly something wrong in the first one. So I I kind of write the Ruiz situation off to an extent because he did win the rematch 
um, quite yeah. convincingly. The Usyk one, I agree. I agree with you. Like, how much of his soul has that taken from him? Um, yeah. But I, I, the bigger picture, I mean, it, there's no disgrace losing to Usyk. Um, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. But it is for a, for a prize fighter to lose so convincingly and be outboxed like that. You're, you're, you're bang on, mate. Like, what has he got left confidence-wise? Um, yeah. He should be going in and bowling Franklin over, you know, on paper. But you're right. You are right. Um, I, I very much doubt there'll be an upset. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. No, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to stick my neck out on this one, Rob. and I'm going to say Franklin points victory. Points? <laughs> yeah, points. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say oh, like he'd win by the knockout. No, no, I, I think it goes the distance, and I, 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 I think Franklin might. Uh, I Don't think he start might bringing it. out the Nathan Gorman card. I was going to say because I, 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 you know, Nathan Gorman might even take in twelve rounds as well. No, but I, I, I you know, I I, 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 I don't think it's too out there to suggest that Franklin might just stick it on him and and win rounds. I think it would be doggy. Um, I, I, you know, if if I, if you want to earn some, I think you know Franklin might be quite a good little bet. He's six to one to win the fight, oh. which means That's if you put on a tenner, you lose a tenner. Yeah, and so uh, uh, what you're going for a uh, Joshua victory, yeah? Yeah, of course, of course. I don't okay. even, I don't even think it goes a distance. Well, it'd be interesting to see. I, 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 my question is this: I've lost my confidence in Anthony Joshua. Now I know he fought Usyk. In that second fight, he seemed lost. We obviously saw what happened at the end of the fight. Are you? I'm not doing it again. Well, no, no, no. The Rocky Mountain, you know, but what, what I'm trying to say is, you know, he, he's clearly lost these marbles at the end of the fight. I wonder what Joshua we're going to see on in, in this fight against Franklin. And I, I me personally, I, I, I wonder how much all this all this has taken out of him and whether one his coach and, you know, for a few months and boxing or training in America, I wonder whether or not it's actually it's actually going to make a difference. I'm Franklin. I think Franklin were taking the distance. Okay. 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 Heard it here first. You heard it here we'll first. We'll have a we'll have a non-alcoholic beer on that because um yeah I, I uh, I'm, I'm not going to agree on that. <laughs> there we go. I've I've chucked it out there, spoke to song listeners. Now, Rob, is there any other fights we want to talk about before we go um, with Tyler Denny? Not not really. I mean, there was there's been a bit of an a- aftermath of the Eubank and Smith thing, which is a bit pathetic about the um, whole elbow gate. Um, what what are your thoughts on that? Um, I've got, I've got no thoughts on it. What I mean by that is is things happen in the ring. There's arms. There's elbows. Yes. Yeah, I think I, I I think if if we go back through footage of every single knockout there will probably be a large percentage of them where illegal strikes or something that shouldn't have happened in a boxing ring happens. And I just think it's the game. It's a combat sport. Let's remember that. Um, you know, I, I, I think hanging on to those times, reading too much into it is a waste of everyone's time. What happened happened. Let's move on. You know, I think Liam Smith was going to take him out regardless. What are your thoughts on it? Um, and I completely agree. Um, I think that Eubank was wobbling his head here, there and everywhere to avoid the shots. Um, Liam Smith was obviously flailing, wasn't he, trying to, to land land that big punch. And when <laughs> head's moving, certain left, I mean, that left hook missed. 
the elbow follows through and and with the movement of Eubank's head like that was it's was, it was collateral damage isn't it um yeah. i completely agree with you it's absolutely and bollocks and it's embarrassing that they're using it's it embarrassing to... make this statement as well there's no way on this god's green earth that liam smith got between those two got between those ropes and made a decision to elbow his opponent he wouldn't do it he wouldn't do it he, he he's, he's a sportsman you know and he and he there's no way he elbows in there yes it might have happened I, i'm not i'm not disagreeing with that but i think it's lazy to sort of keep going over that footage and seeing it fights we would see uh similar sort of blows it's it's unfortunate it's not nice but i think it happens it's a combat isn't it? yeah and, and eubank was was fine walking over to him afterwards to, to congratulate him like he's a yeah he has lots of yes men around him and people getting in his ear and um Yes, bollocks, mate. Absolutely bollocks. Absolutely. Now, there is one fight, Rob. Before we move on to our fantastic chat with Tyler, catches my imagination, certainly, which is David uh, Benavides versus Caleb Plant. I mean, I'm not being funny, Rob. I mean, in terms of clash of styles, personalities and just sheer trash talking, it's fantastic entertainment, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, obviously we. I think the the casual fan knows more about Caleb Plant just because he's been in with with Canelo, um, and the build up to that was feisty, wasn't it? And um, yeah, yeah, it's it's getting a little bit personal with Benavides. Um, I mean, considering we're what seven or eight weeks out still. Um, yeah. By the time it gets to fight night, I mean that's going to boil up very very nicely. Um, <laughs> who have you got? Oh, I mean, I I, I I've got. A I, I, I'm a massive Benavidez fan. I, I, I think he's he's a throwback to sort of old school boxing. You know, he, he's he's powerful. Um, he lets off. He, he, you know, I, he reminds me sort of like of a, a sort of Hearns. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or he's always looking to really do collateral damage to his opponent. I, I, I think he's a fantastically entertaining boxer to watch. He's so. I'm very excited about. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for Benavides to launch himself onto the world scene. Like Caleb, Caleb Plant, I like Caleb Plant. I like watching him box. I think he's sitting there waiting, um, you know, like a sitting duck for Benavides. I think if Benavides takes this opportunity, he can take him out. Um, I don't know. I, I completely agree. Um... I mean, before we go into that, do you want to just quickly give out the results of that poll that you put out today? Yeah, so sport a poll out on Twitter. It got fantastic. Uh, it got a fantastic response, and I just want to give you um, the percentages we've got now. Sixty-three percent of the voters saying Caleb Plant, and thirty-seven. Sorry, mate, you dropped out then, just as you were about to say the percentages. <laughs> Sorry, sixty-three percent Caleb Plant, and thirty-seven percent David Benavides, which. It started off the poll very much in Benavidez's favour. It swung back to plant now. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, I was quite surprised by that. I, I thought that Benavidez would, um, considering the amount of people who voted on it, I, I thought that Benavidez would probably get the nod. But hey-ho, it's, um, yeah, opinions and arseholes, eh? But um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, I think that, I mean, Benavidez has, has never lost. He's never touched a canvas. Um and I don't know exactly, but he's got, you know, some something like 89, 90 percent um, knockout 
percentage. It's a ridiculous amount of knockouts he's had. Yeah, Caleb Plant's experience. He's only lost the once to Canelo. Um, I, yeah, I absolutely go with Benavidez. Um, I do think with that poll, though, I mean, I mentioned about sort of the casual market. Um, I do think that Plant is is a more known entity than Benavidez a little bit, especially over here, um, because mm. of him fighting such a big name in Canelo. Maybe that was part of it. I, I don't I don't know. But yeah, I was quite surprised with those results. Yeah, and very heavily towards Benavidez, but it's uh, certainly Plant taking the uh, sort of majority vote there at sixty three percent. But you know. It's- this song we have agreed again, Rob. It's fantastic. I like it when this happens. You know, we've uh, we we swayed with the Anthony Joshua and uh, Franklin, but uh, we've come, back, you know, with the plants Benavides, and it, it, I, I just think I like the trash talking in this one. I think it's uh, you know, I think a really good way. It's fun. It's entertaining. There's genuine needle there, and I think it I think it promotes the fight really well, and it you know yeah. it makes it it's something to look. Yeah, obviously Plant did that um, distasteful um, celebration after he beat Durrell. Um, yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if uh, Benavides did the same to him if he, if he knocks him out? Well, we shall soon see Sport <laughs> Song listeners. There's had a lot of boxing coming up. We lots of shows. So uh, by all means, keep getting in touch with us on Twitter. We absolutely love it, don't we, Rob? Um, we will we'll be doing some as well focusing on uh, particular events but coming up next or coming up now we have got tyler denny who is the current weight champion um anything else Rob, before we go on to that um just um obviously this is the last pod we're doing um before uh wood and lara you got a final prediction yep yeah, I'm, I'm sticking firmly firmly in the uh mauricio lara camp i think and I'll say it again, I really like Lee Wood. I like what he does. Uh, I think he's a great guy. I think he's great for Nottingham and boxing in the UK. I think he's absolutely fantastic. I've got nothing against him. I just think Mauricio Lara is turning turning up in a... And he's going to smash through Nottingham and take Lee Wood out. That's my prediction. Interesting. I've changed my mind. Um, I've changed... I, I had Lara for a while. Um... But then I was thinking about it the other day and I was thinking, what is Lara's best result? And it's probably knocking out uh, Josh Warrington, right? Yeah. Like he did that in an empty, uh, small arena with none of Josh Warrington's fans there. It was just two men in a ring and he took him out. I was thinking, how's he going to handle that atmosphere where, you know, 99.9% of it is going to be baying for Lara's blood? That's a very different atmosphere to fight in compared to um, behind closed doors against Josh Warrington. So um, I, I think it might have a big impact. And um, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go with Lee Wood. Fantastic. Do you know what? I love that. I, I love it when we get a, a boxing. Oh, and fantastic. That's what we like Usually to see. Usually stick and, to my um, guns. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it's, it's, all, it's all fair. It's all fair. And uh, I, I like that. I've done, you know, and obviously I, I would like to see. Uh, Lee would um, win in Nottingham. I'm, 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 you know, I'm firmly, firmly behind that. I just think it's going to be a little bit too much, but we shall soon well, well, see it's coming just, up. Um, but, just um, a quick one as well. A quick shout yeah. out to DC that we've, um, has been um, doing some great articles with with yourself on our um, uh, WordPress. Um, she's done a brilliant yeah. article this week um, on Mark Lyson, the referee. Um, now I don't read many articles on referees and. You won't read one much better than this one either. So um, we'll share a link again. But um, yeah, shout out DC and um, yeah, great article. Yeah. 
I absolutely agree with you. It was, it was, it's a very, very intriguing, fun and read about Mark Lyson and what a lovely guy. Mark, yeah, he did love it. And uh, Spook the Song listeners, if you go on our linked our link tree which is on our bio you will find your way to dc's article and it is a stunning read so enjoy that now we are going to speak with tyler denny before his big fight um, at wembley against brad pauls let's we are talking to the middleweight english champion Tyler Denny. Tyler, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thanks. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, welcome, Tyler. Cheers, Paul. Yeah, it's it's an absolute pleasure having you on, Tyler. And you obviously the English champion. How does it feel to have that fantastic belt around your waist? Um, it's good, yeah, but I try not to get too carried away. Um, um, keep grounded and keep grafting. Hopefully move on to more bigger and better things. Yeah, I mean, and, and Tyler, and I think we said it to Liam Davis last week. Twenty twenty two for Tyler that for Tyler Denny was was a pretty special year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he, like in the boxing career, it's by far my best. Um, but I'm hoping twenty twenty three is going to be even better. But that's up to me, and it really to put the work in and keep that hunger. And you know, I'm hungry for it, man. I enjoy I enjoyed that as as much as last year. How much I loved it. Um, it's just got me wanting more. So, you know, and, you know, the oppositions will be getting better. So I need to keep improving myself. Yeah, you love these unbeaten fighters, don't you? I think it's a sick fight in a row against an undefeated fighter. Um, yeah, you must have a flavour for it. That's it. Line them up, man. Line them up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get a choice, to be honest. They got offered this and I think maybe they just know that I just take fights. So, yeah, yeah. You know, um it's nothing new to me really and I you know I enjoy I enjoy the you know the uh, the contest really and you know unbeating guy you don't know how to lose and it gives you a bit of satisfaction giving him the yeah. first loss and that's what I'm planning to do as well yeah. we're, we're, a week, we're a week and a half out um, how you feeling how's training going good yeah I've done my last track session today so thank god I ate them things um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like and the worst part uh, Liam Davis has done like all the track sessions remain. He's not fighting till May. So I think I've got to do all the track sessions with him as soon as, even if I'm in camp or not camp. <laughs> no. So I was like, cheers, mate. But, uh, you know what I mean? I, I, owe him, I owe him some uh, motivation as well now. That so, gym must be flying at the minute. Yeah, it is, honestly. It's, it's, it's good to be. And everyone's competitive as hell, do you know what I mean? Um, so you're saying that we've had, we've had some downs as well last year. We had Lennox Clark ended up losing um, and we had Zach Parker lost at the end of the year but he's got to keep on it mate. we've got me Liam um, Kirsty Barrington's winning stuff as well European yeah. champion in the women so it is buzzing man everyone pushes each other so you, you couldn't ask for any more and so, Tyler, just on that note, you mentioned about um, Zach Parker and I, I, we were there watching that fight and it was it a, a fantastic fight with him and Ryder, but just give the listeners a bit of an insight. What what's it like when you, you've got a camp that's buzzing and something like that happens? I mean, how do you how do you keep someone like Zach Parker up from that when he gets back to the gym? It's tough, isn't it? It's tough, and yeah. like he'd, he'd never lost before either. And um, 
and obviously, you know, you get a lot of abuse online and stuff and everything, um, especially yeah. active. But I think what a lot of people don't see as well is, I don't want to make excuses for him, but it, it, one hand was gone and then his shoulder on the other one was gone. Do you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it was a bit of both, really. He had no arms going in to carry on, really. Um, but, you know, I've took losses myself. It's how you bounce back and then we'll see from Zach. It's up to Zach, really, how much... How much do you want it? Do you know what I mean? And we'll find out in the next coming months or whatever when he's all healed up. Uh, how much he wants, how much he really wants to win? Because we're, we're more happy to win when we're winning all the time. Do you know what I mean? But uh, everyone wants it then. But you take a few losses or something, and you know that that's what show what you're really made of. Absolutely. And ju- just a quick one on that, Tyler, because I think you sort of the def- you took those opportunities last year against fighters where. You know, with us being honest, it could have gone either way. That you you were in those fantastic showdown River Wilson Ben, uh, which were which were great to watch as as boxing fans. Um, and then you had that fight against Bradley Ray. That they're fights that you took, and you know, let's face it, they that they, they were fantastic encounters. But it could have gone either way, couldn't it? I mean, I know you did enough to 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 win those fights, but that taking those opportunities, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But you know, I think it, it, it's tough. I think because <laughs> boxing's like no other sport, really. Like you get one loss and all of a sudden you're no good, you're shit, and you know what yeah. I mean. And when football, like you lose and you play again next week, you're the greatest guy ever again. So you know the fans mind about people like not fighting certain people. But as soon as, as soon as they lose, then oh that guy's rubbish. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's a bit weird. It's I can see people why people don't do it. Me personally, I want to be in the biggest and best fights that I can. Um, but maybe that's because I've not had, you know, the stellar amateur career that some people will can afford to get looked after. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone wants to earn money at the end of the day. If you could earn X amount for fighting, I don't know, a journeyman or fight the same guy, a 10-0 guy, you're going you're gonna to lean towards a journeyman sort of guy, aren't you? I completely agree with people getting on your back. I mean, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I mean, you see so many instances where um, someone gets hammered for taking maybe an interim fight for, for good money. Yeah. Uh, but yet, if they then go into a 50-50, um, they'll get hammered for taking a risk. You, you can't win, can you? <laughs> no, you can't win. you got to do what's best for you, really. And like you say, a lot of people don't, might not see the financial side of it behind because, you know, but if someone, you know, if you can get in, I don't know, 50 grand a year, a job or something and someone offers you 100 grand a year a job and you do the for the same job you're going to take where the money is isn't you it's, of course you know, it's tough it's tough but you know the, I think the domestic fights as well the 50-50 domestics is what as a fan we all love don't we do you know what I mean it brings the best day it brings the crowd into it it brings everything so the more of them the better I think Talking of fifty fifties, I, I was ringside for the for the um, for the River rematch, and um, yeah. honestly, I'm not just saying this because you're on it. It was one of the best fights I've seen live. I mean, um, it was so close. Um, I it's funny because I had yourself, but the lad who was sat next to me um, had River. Um, and you know, did you feel you got the nod when when the final bell had gone, or was it touch and go? I did feel I got it. To be fair, I think plus we've had a point deducted as well, didn't he? Which kind yeah. of gave me more confidence as well. But I did think, I knew it was a competitive fight. I did think I had it. Um, but, you know, I thought, it, it's not gone to my head, but like, I thought I was going to be in convincingly, to be honest, after the first fight. Because I know the first fight got stopped for cuts, but I think yeah. after like seven rounds, I thought he was gone in there for the finish in the first fight. And I thought, it, you know, I mean, it, 
he was finished and he didn't want to be in there. So I thought maybe like I've got the edge there, but fair play to him and he turned up that second fight and it made it a great fight. It takes two to tango, doesn't it? And it made it every great... round, every round was right to the bell, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted I... to start off a lot quicker, I think, this one, uh, the second one, because I, I, I give him a few rounds the first fight. Yeah, and I started off too slow and he's tall, he can pick you off and stuff. So I just made it into a real rugged fight. I Even tell the last you... like, minute or something, it was a bit intense, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, t- I tell you what, I, I I was watching it on on TV, uh, Tyler. But I, I I remember messing. What are we watching here? It was just absolutely fantastic. I mean, as a boxing fan, I, I like you said, Tyler. I love English British title sort of um, that that sort of level. I think, I don't think you can beat those sorts of fights. And it was just, I mean, for for your personally being in one and a fight like that what's it like is it exciting for yourself or are you just trying to sort of keep things together it's exciting i think you can let yourself get carried away um, <laughs> yeah i mean it was an exciting fight to be on and and it come down just to like grit i think um watching it back like being a bit picky it wasn't probably the greatest boxing performance but i think sometimes you just need to do what you got to do to get the win yeah, <laughs> and I think, yeah. How's, how's your relationship you know, with Riverdale? I'll get up with him now, to be fair. I'll get up with him and we sparred and everything after that fight. So, um, I seen him at some Halloween farm and I said, oh, do you want to do some sparring? Because I knew I had Bradway coming up and I thought, it's bang on, do you know what I mean? That's perfect yeah. sparring, that is. Fancy so the trilogy that, that... one day? Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, personally, I hope not. I think if, if I end up winning a trilogy, I've probably done something wrong, do you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if I keep winning, hopefully I can keep moving on. But, you know, as I'm probably still defending this English title, five fights left, otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, Tyler, just to that, um, that Bradley Ray fight, I mean, it was a great fight and, you know, it was a fantastic victory for yourself. But how did that fight come about? Was it just offered to you or what, what happened with that? Yeah, because I got... The board put out, um, well, I've seen Brad Ray putting loads of stuff like he would be fighting me, but I never knew anything about it, to be fair. And then the board put out me versus Brad Pauls. Um, so I thought, I must be fighting Brad Pauls then. And then yeah. I think my manager, I must have seen uh, Ben Shalom at the show, and he said they wanted that fight for uh, Brad Ray. But that was up to them to deal with them, because Brad Pauls was my mandatory. So I'm guessing they've talked it over. And... Um, They've agreed that he'd fight, he'd fight the winner out of us too. Um, but the weird thing with that is, because they, they asked me if I wanted the fight, and I said yeah. Then I never heard anything back at all for like two, three weeks. Then I just seen a poster. I'm fighting Brad Ray. I thought, oh, must be all fighting right. Brad Ray then. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that was it then. But I said it was in the contract. Like the winner's got to fight Brad Pauls. Um, so I kind of half knew I did, but I was hoping. Maybe I'll get managed for a British or something. I could vacate it and then he could fight whoever for it. But it is what it is, isn't it? It's a good fight anyway. So, you know, as long as I'm fighting, I'm active, I'm happy. You must have been chuffed with that Brad Ray performance. So, you know, as much as he gave, like, you know, it was a unanimous decision. And he was, it, for, I mean, for me, it was pretty clear. You must have been really pleased with your night's work there. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, he gave my coaches a scare, I think, in the ninth round and stuff. And myself through that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's what we're trying hard for. If I wasn't fit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got through it. So, um, and I was scared at the end. I think two of the judges out 95, 94. And Blimey. I thought I won quite clearly, to be fair. So, so did I, yeah. Close, when it was that close and I was fighting on a boxer show in Manchester against a guy from Manchester, I thought they've done me. Yeah. But, really? Um, 
Yeah, I did. I think they done it. But I think uh, the last one was 97, 92 or something like that. And I thought, surely the car gave back in. Yeah. The last one was first as well. I would have just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just cried. I think if, uh, you know, stranger things happen in boxing. It kind of spoils it sometimes, doesn't it? But He was class after by Wani Brad. He was, yeah. He was. And, you know, you got to respect him, yeah. You got to yeah. respect him, and um, but I, I'm not. I'm not silly. I think Sky. They obviously he was their guy. They wanted. They expected him to win, didn't they? And he'd fight yeah. Brad Moore's next. So I kind of ripped up the script there, and um, might have annoyed him really because you know he sells a lot of tickets in Manchester. But hopefully, I could beat Brad Paul's and get a show Birmingham side or something, and see what I can do then. I'd like that. He's down the road for me. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and this and, and listen, Tyler. That that is what boxing's all about. I love that. There to Manchester, you know, took you know, beat Brad, Bradley Ray convincingly. The the Tyler Denny train runs on, and it's just I I love these sort of stories. This this fight coming up on the 11th of February at Wembley Arena, I mean, that's going to be some stage for you, isn't it? And th- this Paul's, do, do we do we know much about him or how how how's that sort of? I know he was mandatory, but how have yeah. you prepared for this fight against him? It's it's like like any fight. To be fair, like. My last few fights, um, all against undefeated guys and confident of winning. He's 16 and 0 with nine knockouts, so he's obviously going to be confident as well, isn't he? Um, yeah. I watched his fight, his last fight against Ryan Kelly, because Ryan Kelly's my mate as well, um, which was a close fight. I personally thought Ryan Kelly nicked it, but you know, it was a close fight, you can't really moan too much. But it's going to be a tough fight, man. I'm expecting a real tough, hard fight, and I've trained that way. Um, yeah. I'm just I'm willing to do anything I can to just keep the winning uh, going because you know I've got sponsorships and stuff but I'm not silly. Um, you start losing and they start going disappearing, don't you? Next thing you know, you're back at work. So, yeah. Um, it's more than just winning. You're fighting for you're fighting for your your lifestyle that you're doing at the minute, and you know it's tough, man, with the kids and stuff. I I won't be able to go back to work and box so. You know, if I'm getting back to work, that's that's probably my box impacting then. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot on the line, man. But, you know, I'm, I'm really confident to win. I've had some great sparring. Um, you know, I've I've put everything in and it's the last last week and a bit now. So, yeah, I'm buzzing with it. Oh, I'm, it couldn't have gone any better, really. I know everyone says that, really. But, like, you know, from injuries and stuff, I've, I've all been clear. And, you know, it would be the best version of me that turns up. Yeah. Well, I listen, mean, you... Tyler, go on, go on. No, no, I was just about to say, I know a ring's a ring, Tyler, but, um, you know, what are your thoughts at fighting at Wembley Arena? Obviously, you know, some of the greats have fought there. There was a, a banger there last weekend. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like I say, a ring's a ring, but you must be chuffed to be fighting in these arenas, Manchester, Wembley. Oh, 100%. It just makes it, it's like, it's a bit surreal, really. And my, my issue, I've like, myself really, I probably don't enjoy it as much as I should do. I just there and I'm focused purely on doing the job. But um, now I look back on even the Brad Ray one fighting at Manchester Arena and like Ricky Atten was like the main guy and stuff as well. It's like, wow, some real in it. Fighting at Wembley, it's just uh, <laughs> you know, it's a few couple of years back I was fighting at Warsaw Town Hall and stuff, and you know, <laughs> begging people to come and have a ticket. So it's a uh, it's my like quick things can change, but yeah, keep that's the great thing with boxing. As long as you keep winning, people have to take notice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you have yeah. to take notice, you'll get your opportunities. Good for you, absolutely. You. And I, I was just, just going to say, Tyler, we are right. It's just, 
after last year, you took all those great opportunities. You know, it's just it's going to be fantastic to watch you boxing on the 11th of February. And great bill you're on as well, isn't it? You've got Dan Aziz, Adam Azim fighting yeah. on the bill. It, it, it just must be great to be mixing in that company as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I spoke to someone the other day, but um, they're saying, uh, do you reckon you'll steal the show? And I was like, I tried my best, but it's going to be hard when Adam is even on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I mean? It's, um, yeah. It, it, it's, all, it's all good there. But I, I enjoy being in that sort of company and that, do you know what I mean? And, you know, hopefully get my foot out of the way, sit back and, and watch some of it myself. Um, yeah, fantastic. It's a bit hard, really, because you're talking to all your fans afterwards and stuff. But, you know... You, I'd pay myself to go and watch these sort of fights. So if you mm. can get there and a bit of a freebie after my fight, you've, you're laughing, aren't you? What What are yeah. your thoughts on Adam Azim? I mean, you know, I, I know he's um, he's not been in with fantastic competition just yet, but you've got people like Amir Khan saying he's going to be a really young world champion. I mean, where, where do you sit on Adam Azim at the minute? Um, I think the same, to be fair. Obviously, yeah. you'd like to see him get punched back maybe, but he's that good. Like what he done to uh, Charlton and that. Um, yeah. Nobody does that to him, do they? So no, I, I thought that'd be a good test for him. He just absolutely wiped him out. So you know, you, credit where credit's due. But you know, I think Adam was even Dalton Smith down the line being massive fight, wouldn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. Do, do I mean I, I never? I'm not one. I mean, this is just my opinion, but maybe that's why Dalton never signed his score because there's talk about that. But you know, but if they can build that up and. That would be absolutely humongous for the country, and and it'd be you know they they both be going to world level, wouldn't they? If we could build that for some sort of world title a few years down the line, um, yeah, it would be fantastic. It, he's got he's got everything in the speed thing. He's got the his back flips and everything. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> what what, what did you want? No, exactly. You got the back. You got the back flip in your locker, Tyler. Oh no way! No, <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm a bit nervous about jumping on the rope. I think a castle falling like an idiot. <laughs> I just, I just give it a, a hand raise. I think it's about as far as I can go. It's safe. It's safe. Yeah. yeah what, what I was going to say, uh, Tyler. Last week we spoke with uh, Liam Davis, and he firmly had your back for this next fight. He actually said podcast. If you want to put some money on, earn yourself some money. Put some money on Tyler Denny uh, on the 11th of February. So listen, we, we've got your back as well. Fantastic evening, and long may the Tyler Denny train keep going. That's what I say. But um... that's it. Well, I spoke to Liam today actually, and he's um, he's getting married in March. He was in about his uh his stag deal. I was going to I'm going on his stag deal with him, but he's told me if I lose to not bother turning up, I'm not welcome. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my god! Where are you going? He told me today. He said that to me. So I was like, there's no losing talk because I said I don't know where he's got that from, but. I said, I don't hear that negativity, mate. But that, that, wait, wait, it. where are you going for it, Tyler? Um, Benador. Benador. Wow, wow. Cheap and cheerful, isn't it? <laughs> I love a bit You've of Benador. That's <laughs> it, man. That's it. I never get to go on nothing, really, because you never know. I can never book nothing in advance. And this happens to be like two weeks after the fight or something. So, yeah, it's worked out, it's worked out well, really. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, listen, Tyler, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Once again, look, good luck on, on February 11th. We're right behind you. And uh, long may you keep that English middleweight uh, title around your waist. I see. I appreciate that. Mate, hopefully, I don't want to keep it too long now. I want to make out and go for the British. But, you know, we'll, if, if it ever gets offered to me, I'd uh, I'd take that all day. Good, man. good luck, Tyler. Thank you. Thanks a lot, lad. Cheers, Tyler. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye.